Sweet Tea Podcast. Here's your host, Andy Burrows. Welcome, everybody, to the DC Tweet Team Podcast. I, as always, am your host, Andy Burrows, and with me I have my wingman and co-pilot, Mr. Maurice Hawkins. Maurice, we seem to be doing these daily now, my friend. We seem to have something uh, different to talk about every day. I've enjoyed this week of uh, podcasting every day. Yeah, it's been pretty exciting, you know, uh, you know, now that the free agency period is off and running and, you know, hearing the different reactions from... Uh, different corners of the uh, Washington football team fan community, uh, you know, as it relates to the moves that the team has made, you know, uh, you know, when uh, we signed uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, there seems to be a lot of diverse opinions about it. And I think that, you know, as we've made more moves throughout the, uh, the week, you know, you're still getting like a variety of, of opinions. And I think, you know, my initial response to everything is that everyone has an opinion about what we're doing in March. The only thing that matters is how we put the pieces together um, when we start in September. So we just need to be patient and see what happens. Yeah, most definitely. Um, Maurice, obviously, late last night, I, for once in my life, was actually tired. I was just about to literally nod off to sleep and my phone rings. It was a phone call telling me that Curtis Samuel had signed for the Washington football team. I mean, it's been muted for the last few days that this would happen. This is a tremendous move for the Washington football team, uh, getting a player like Curtis. Obviously, Ron Rivera knows him really well. I mean, what were your initial thoughts and reactions? I mean, this is the Washington football team I've waited for for many, many years, like you, Maurice. We've mentioned it many times. We kind of get the feeling in 2012 with RG3 that things were changing in Washington. But now I'm kind of going, you know, I'm, I'm not going to go mad, but I'm, I'm, I'm rah-rahing quite hard now, Maurice. I'm getting mm. that sense that something good is bubbling in the nation's capital. Yeah, I, I think that, you know, again, like you and I, we've been, you know, fairly consistent, you know, especially after we won the NFC East. Um, as it relates to Coach Rivera and his his team uh, to trust the process, and I think that you know you know what they did as far as signing Heineke and Allen uh, to the contracts they did trust the process. You know signing Fitzpatrick trust the process. You know the defensive picks they've uh, made trust the process, and now getting Curtis Samuel you know trust the process. Like everyone said, we needed that you know. Um, that that that's the opposite receiving threat to Terry McLaurin. And now we have it with Curtis Samuel. So now you're going to have two legitimate weapons, you know, on either side of the, um, the ball, you know, with the receiving core that now you should see Terry have a even breakout season that he had last year, because now you're not going to be the double team because if you double team him, you got a guy that's even faster than him <laughs> on the other side of the ball. So it's going to be like, you know, um, you know choose your poison like do you mm-hmm. double team Terry McLaurin and, and Curtis Samuel kill you all day or do you double team Curtis Samuel and Terry McLaurin kill you all day you know so it's going to be interesting to see how Scott Turner comes up with some uh, situations and scenarios with his game plan that put both receivers in the best possible position to you know benefit the Washington offensive attack in 2021. 
Curtis Samuel can also play running back, Maurice. I've been, I don't know if you've seen the clips. I'll probably, I'll retweet mm. it after we've done this episode. And like mm. some of the clips of him running out the backfield as a running back. So mm-hmm. you put him into the mix there. Antonio Gibson. We don't know what's happening with JD McKissick. Um, mm-hmm. Offensive side of the ball looks un- unbelievably quick now, Maurice. You know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm weapons that it's what we've said for many time isn't it you know we brought in a Fitzpatrick who is the gunslinger as you uh pointed out to me in our last episode that you and I done together his eyes must be opening wide now yeah I mean I think the thing is that when you give I mean that was the point that I was trying to raise when we had the Washington football addicts on the other day is that you know Fitzpatrick is you know he's a known commodity I mean he's been a starter he knows all the ins and outs of being a starter. You know, he knows what he needs to do with his preparation. He knew, he knows what he needs to do at the podium and the press and on the post game. And he knows how to manage an offense. I mean, the guy went to Harvard, so he's very intelligent. And there's a reason why he's still in the league and he's still getting signed because he knows how to, um, to play. But now, you know, he's coming into a situation where the Washington football team is clearly assembling some talent there. And, you know, you get the sense that they're trying to shore up some of these holes the, that are immediate holes through free agency, you know, with, you know, the receivers, uh, you know, you know, signing a, uh, uh, Lamar Miller, an additional running back, you know, getting some help on the defensive side of the ball, um, that the draft will allow them to get even more depth with their picks. So they are like not necessarily swinging for the pinches to get that big name player they're just like building intelligently and I think the part that um people miss out on is that with this team coach Rivera is a defensive coach Mm -hmm. so he's thinking defense first so if you get an offense that is serviceable that can move the ball down the field and not turn the ball over the defense is going to create plays that's going to shorten the field for the offense to give them improved opportunities to score so I think that what we're seeing in in the free agent movements is to strengthen the offense and try to and reduce those incidents with players that will make mistakes and can perform a little bit better. So right now we already know that the offense is going to be much, much more improved in 2021 compared to 2020, just with the additions of um, Curtis Samuel and Lamar Miller, you know, we're going to have depth in running back and we're going to have, you know, a, a nice two man tandem in a receiving court. Yeah. Um, Maurice, I spoke to someone within the organization last night. Mm -hmm. They don't know I was going to say this, so I'm not going to quote, I'm not going to say who it was, but I spoke to someone within the Washington organization last night, just sent them a little text message and, um, they were saying to me that Dan Schneider and his, his his lovely lady wife have to take a lot of credit for this as well, because they're now letting um, Ron Rivera just be Ron Rivera. Uh, so as much as it might pain fans to uh, to say that, you have to give the you have to give the man his credit. He's, he's now sitting back and letting Ron do Ron, isn't he? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. And I think that you know, I think the issue with Dan Snyder, you know, and this may not be a popular opinion, I don't think there was ever a question about Dan Snyder's desire to want the team to win he's never been afraid of spending money he's never been afraid of um making the financial investments i just think that someone he's made some bad decision making with the team and i, and I think the i think the reason why dan snyder is the villain in washington for a lot of fans is because he's presided over mediocrity and failure uh, from a franchise that was you know during the in the 80s and the early 90s were you know one of the best teams in the nfl uh, you know, I mean, from 1982 to 1991, the Washington football team 
won three Super Bowls, played in four Super Bowls, played in five NFC championship games, uh, numerous division wins, numerous playoff appearances. Uh, I think Joe Gibbs had maybe one losing season during that 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 um, tenure until his first go round. So there was um, a spoiled fan base that was used to um, success, playoff success on an annual basis. And then, you know, once, you know, Gibbs retired and then we started to see kind of like that slow drip down of mediocrity and then it accelerated with um, Dan Snyder. I think fans, um, you know, held him accountable for that. And, and I think now, you know, I think he has learned from his mistakes. I think, I mean, if you look at the, the press conference that he gave when he hired um, Coach Rivera and he said he wanted this to be a coach-centered culture. Happy Thanksgiving. Uh, hmm? Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> that, that's, that's the only thing I remember from that press conference yeah. when he said Happy Thanksgiving in, like, yeah. in January. <laughs> yeah, like what in the world? Um, but, you know, he's done everything as an owner to mm-hmm. reinforce that initial press conference and you know again you're year and that was like what was so confusing about the episode we had with the Washington football ads because it was like year one we go seven and nine win the division you know make a playoff appearance have a really strong showing against the eventual Super Bowl champions yeah and folks and folks still seem to be like angry like ah and yeah. it's kind of like and and for me I guess maybe I think I'm they're a- just scared to come along for the ride you reckon Maurice they've been wounded so many times yeah, they like it's like I guess you know like just you know like battered wife syndrome or Stockholm syndrome. I don't, I don't know. You know, you know how it's like like you raise your hand or like oh no, you know. It's like I'm I'm afraid of asking. I'm afraid of accepting that the team may be on the right path. But I mean, my attitude moving forward is that I'm going to give um, Coach Rivera the benefit of the doubt. And Timmy gives me a reason not to give him the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. And and I think that he's managing expectations. You know, like I said in his press conference last week. He's saying that they are going to implement their process, right? Mm-hmm. And and that's what they're doing. You know, I think that um, you know, fans need to be patient and let's see what happens. And we yeah. still have the draft, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you think there's anything left? Just finishing up this little mini episode, uh, Maurice. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think there's anything left in the free agency for us? I mean, how much money have we got left? Yeah, I don't, I'm not sure how much money we have left and everything, but I I, I think I reckon that, Ron's like Scrooge McDuck sitting in uh, in Ashburn this morning, <laughs> yeah, counting, he's like, he's like looking at the, the coins and um you know right on I, the I, phone. Hey Dan, how much we got left? Yeah, I mean I don't I don't you know I don't know. I mean I'm I'm sure that they are if there's an opportunity to do something. Um, you know, to bring somebody else in there that's going to better the team. And, is there a position and, you want to see maybe us go for while free agency still up and running? Do you think uh, we could maybe reach for someone with the money that we've got left, or is it now we're done and we're maybe waiting on the draft now to see what uh, so young young guns we get in? I mean, I, I mean, tight end is always you know uh, something to take a look at. You know, to have someone opposite of, of Logan Thomas. I think Logan Thomas played a lot better uh, than uh, people gave him credit. Mm-hmm. Um, for last season I mean like uh like Chris Cooley said uh last week he was third in the NFL for uh receiver for receiving um amongst tight ends I mean that's quite impressive among 32 teams to be third in the NFL you know his first year in his um campaign with Washington but I think having another tight end that can perform at that level of better opposite of Logan Thomas also makes the offense that much more um dangerous mm-hmm. going into uh 2021 
you can always add depth to offensive line. You can never have enough offensive linemen. Um, and also looking at maybe if there's some ways to improve the linebacking core. I mean, I think out of all the areas on the defense, the linebacking unit is going to be the one that's probably going to have the biggest overhaul. Um, so we can get, you know, speedier uh, players that, you know, can, you know, play um, hard in the box mm-hmm. and then as well as um, fall back into coverage. I mean, there's some questions um, whether or not uh, Landon Collins is going to, move the linebacker or not. I don't think he's going to move the linebacker. Yeah, I can't see it. But I do see him being aggressive as a run stopper in some mm-hmm. of those packages and everything. So, I, you know, I mean, that's like, that's kind of like an X factor with him because <clears throat> they're talking about the Cam Curl played so well last year after he was injured. You know, I think that, you know, if you keep, if they find a way to keep Landon Collins and you have uh, Cam Curl, that means you just have even greater depth at the safety position. So, yeah. We'll yeah. see what happens. Most definitely. Well, Maurice, I've, I've enjoyed doing these every day so far this week. We are back for tomorrow with our actual podcast, the last one yeah. of the week. Uh, Kelsey yeah. Nicole Nelson is joining us from the Washington uh, football team. She's coming to chop it up. But Maurice, before I let you go, it wouldn't be us mm-hmm. if we didn't have a quick mention, my friend. The mm-hmm. Justice League movie come out today. Are you going to watch the four hours, 25 minutes of it? Well, I don't have HBO Max, so I'll have to sign up for that first so I can watch it, which I probably will. But I mean, four hours, man. That's, that's, I mean, you gotta you gotta build in some bathroom breaks for that, buddy. <laughs> uh, I mean, thank God you can press pause. I mean, you know, I, I mean, I'm definitely gonna watch it. But you know, I'm a little bit more excited for Tomorrow. the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So yeah. I'm that's what I'm really ready for. So yeah. Um, me you um, me and you both Maurice but Maurice uh, it's been brilliant just to do this little catch up for everybody I hope you've all uh, enjoyed it I just wanted to get Maurice's thoughts on what happened last night Maurice it was so good just to see the Washington fans celebrating kind of you know we don't get this that much in this organization and you know it gave us gave me a sense of what could be Maurice could you imagine well I think it will happen under Ron Rivera but when how where this season next season could you imagine when this team do make a deep playoff run do play in a championship game and Maurice dare I say it play in a Super Bowl yeah I mean I think that you know we're probably probably a couple years away from that happening and everything um but I I think that I I feel like that if we can make a repeat perform a repeat um appearance in the playoffs this year even if it's at a wild card if we don't win the division Mm -hmm. and then 2022 you know we could continue to build the team and you know make that and prepare to make that deep run but um you know the thing about this team you know before we get off what like they fear no one and they battle everybody yeah and i think that if there's a silver lining for the washington football team going into 2021 is that they are going to remember how tough they played the Buccaneers, right? Mm-hmm. And that team won the Super Bowl. So they're not going to be afraid of any NFL team. Coach Rivera's not going to be afraid of any NFL team. Um, you know, he's going to have those guys jacked up and ready to go. So I still think that we are going to be a force in the NFL next year. To what degree, I don't know. But they're going to be competitive. And when you when you have a team that's mentally prepared to be competitive, you're going to win some games. So... Oh, Maurice, Curtis Samuel, uh, Antonio Gibson, Terry McLaurin, Fitzmagic. My friend, I can't wait to be on the plane joining you in September. It's going to be entertaining, if anything else, my friend. Yes, it's, it um, will. 
it's going to be a good one. Maurice, I will talk to you tomorrow, buddy. I uh, appreciate your time as always. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been your daily now update of the DC Tweet Team podcast and the free agency talk. Till next time, everybody, stay safe. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to the DC Tweet Team podcast. Make sure you go like and subscribe. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your podcast fix. Till next time, everybody. Thanks for tuning in.